Hey, everybody. Welcome in to another episode of Future Brew right here on maizeandbrew.com. My name is Vaughn Lozon, and joining me today, my bandmates, John Simmons and Stephen Asentoski. John, how you doing? I'm doing well. Stephen, how are you, sir? I'm doing even better. Now, if we had a band, and I called you guys my bandmates, what, what instrument are you guys playing? Ooh. Do we have to stick with things we actually play, or is this like a... Uh, no, it, it could be anything. What, do you actually play something? I used to play bass guitar. I do own a piano that I haven't touched in a bit, but, uh, <laughs> but I, could, I could pass in either one of those on a really bad band. Okay. I was going to say bass guitar, so... All right, you're the bassist. I'm relegated to piano, because I'm gonna... not versatile. Uh, okay, I, we're gonna have to hire a drummer because I, I I can't do that to save my life. Just uh, rhythmically, it, it's never never been in me. I guess we'll get, I'll we'll get uh, my dog to do that. My dog okay. can do that. That works. That works. We can <laughs> we can we can definitely get that done. But uh, uh, we'll solve all of those uh, band problems for another day. But today we're gonna <laughs> gonna talk about some Michigan football and basketball recruiting, uh, as we usually do. We're gonna start with football though, and. Um, it was actually a story that was uh, that I first saw from the Michigan insider, Bryce Marich, who we had on the pod a few weeks back. He had a story that uh, Michigan is still recruiting a cornerback, Omarion Cooper, who is a, a four-star cornerback, even though he's been committed to a Florida State since June 7th. I actually spoke with Omarion Cooper as well, and he told me the same thing, that uh, Michigan was still reaching out to him, even though he's been committed to Florida State here for quite a while now. Uh, 24-7's got him listed at six feet, 170 pounds. He's from Lehigh Acres, Florida, plays for Lehigh Senior High School. Um, they've got him listed on the composite as a, the number 269 overall player, the 17th ranked cornerback, and the 39th ranked player in the state of Florida. So uh, clearly Michigan is looking to upgrade at the cornerback position in this class. They really only have one defensive uh, or I, excuse me, I should say one cornerback. They've got two defensive backs. They've got safety Rod Moore, and then they've got uh, a cornerback. Uh, why am I blanking on his name here? John, Jayden help me out. Jaden McBurrows. Thank you. Jaden McBurrows. I'm trying to do this all on the fly and look at <laughs> It's all biting me in the butt now. But uh, Jaden McBurrow is a three-star, also from Florida. Uh, they have committed uh, to the 2021 class. So, uh, like I said, yeah, it looks like they're really looking to get another one of those guys in uh, this class to, to round it out. They've got 21 commits already. Uh, the numbers are – it's going to get into a number crunch here pretty soon because you still have Donovan Edwards out there. You still got Rayshon Benny out there. Um, so, uh, obviously – they're probably looking to take a few more guys here. But, John, I want to start with you. Uh, one thing that I had criticized a little bit in Michigan's recruiting in this class is uh, at the beginning they were looking to take more of cornerback safety hybrids, and they swung and missed on all those guys with Kamonte Grimes being uh, the latest to commit somewhere else. He committed to Nebraska not very long ago. He is going to go to Nebraska and play wide receiver. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Michigan was the only school recruiting him uh, primarily to play defense. So another loss there for your cornerback slash safety hybrid position that they were looking to get. Uh, but clearly, they're still going after Cooper. They're still going after a guy like Sierra Wright, who is a four-star top 100 guy. 
And uh, I, I think that they all along should have just been going after these strict cornerback recruits instead of, uh, I, I guess, in my opinion, kind of wasting their time with these other guys that you don't really have a clear position for. Yeah, uh, I think it's good that they've still uh, kept in touch with uh, Cooper over all this time since he's been committed for a couple months now. They, they said they're going to do that with a lot of cornerback guys who committed elsewhere and then uh, ended up stop recruiting them after a while, like the, the Dyson McCutcheon kid from uh, that went to Washington. And I think Ryan Barnes is one of those hybrid guys uh, that he talked about to Notre Dame. I don't think they're recruiting him anymore. So they clearly really like Cooper. Um, I think that it's good to, you know, keep on him for a while. Uh, I, I agree that they definitely should just go after guys that can play corner that have the athleticism um, because some of these hybrid guys, I feel like they're just going to end up at safety anyways. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, if you're good and fast enough to play cornerback, you're going to play cornerback. That's just the more, uh, you know, important position on the field, I think, especially now in today's game. So, uh, yeah, I like the it's I like the guys that can primarily play cornerback and move to safety in a pinch or if there's, you know, more of a, a loaded back uh, defensive backfield there. So, yeah, I like that they're still keeping on him. Um, the the cornerback board is weird this year. Uh, there's not that many top targets. You know, Grimes going off the board, that was a big one. Um, I'm not too sad to see that, given that he would seem pretty stiff, even for if he yeah. had to play safety. So uh, I like that they're, they're still keeping up with some of these guys, for sure. Yeah, it's good, uh, especially with everything that's been going on with this class and and uh, I mean, if I'm being honest, it's, it's kind of nice that they have one cornerback committed because when Jaden McBurrow's committed uh, back when he did, it was kind of like, a, hey, where did this guy come from? I hadn't really heard much about this guy. And now he's a member of the 2021 class, having not visited at all. So uh, clearly you got to keep recruiting a guy like McBurrow's because he kind of did commit out of nowhere and he has not yet visited Ann Arbor uh, like some of these other prospects in this 2021 class as well uh, for Michigan. So yeah, you're going to have to keep going after him and uh, Steven, I'll, I'll ask you pretty much the same deal, but uh, in my opinion, they're probably going to have to expand the board a little bit uh, it, with the cornerbacks. They, they offered a three-star pretty recently. His name is uh, Kamari Lassiter, but uh, honestly, it doesn't really look like he's going to be leaving the South. He's from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. If that gives you any indication of where he may be leaning, uh, probably one of the in-state schools there, either Alabama or Auburn, but I digress. Uh, the fact of the matter is they're going to have to probably get another guy at corner in this class, whether it be Omarion Cooper, if he flips, whether it be Sire Wright, if he commits, or if they expand their board, like I think they're going to do and end up offering a couple more kids. Yeah, and you mentioned that they definitely need to expand their board a little bit with the departure of Ambry Thomas. That's obviously a big hit to experience there, so you're better off taking more numbers there. Um, I really do like Jay McBurrows for being a three-star 600 composite right now. He's playing at a much higher level than that. I'd expect him to jump up to 400, although hard to say with um, the level of competition uh, the kids probably won't see given this upcoming season is limited for sure. Um, but I think it's interesting to go after O'Marion Cooper. You got to think uh, this could be a way to kind of hold on to Jane McBurrows since he's from Florida. You mentioned it's tough to expect a guy to stick with a commitment if he hasn't been on campus. Obviously COVID uh, is a big impact there, but 
going after O'Marion Cooper. You could do like a home away from home. O'Marion Cooper is also from Florida. So uh, it's a way to kind of engage both kids, uh, use that sort of um, connection in your recruiting that can help a little bit talking to another local uh, recruit from the same class who is committed. So um, I really like Cooper's uh, Cooper's game. You mentioned uh, Saya Wright um, as well as uh, Lassiter out of Alabama. Of the three, I think Lassiter has the highest ceiling. He's a guy who's uh, rated outside of the top 350, uh, but he holds a Bama offer, Auburn offer, Florida State, Georgia, Clemson, LSU. Um, insanely good closing speed, really ferocious player overall. He's a guy who had the most uh, eyebrow raises for me, which is an, uh, an actual metric that you can use. <laughs> um, but, uh, but he's very raw, so you get a more polished – guy with Wright and Cooper. The only thing about Wright that I'm a little worried about is he's out of California. Um, he has lots of West Coast offers. Arizona State is a, a hot program he's looking at as well. So um, pulling a guy away from, from California is always tough. He's the guy who he has his GPA and SAT scores immediately on his huddle film, which I love. But uh, he's also talking to Stanford. You know, so mm -hmm. what are the odds of getting him out of that state with Stanford offer on the table, as well as a slew of other West Coast? So it's just a matter of, you know, with, with a guy like that, that's just tough to pull out of that area with the academics with Stanford offering. Um, you can go off, out for Cooper with the, the Florida connection with Jane McBurrows and possibly there. But um yeah, I'm a little worried about Lassiter kind of blowing up just because his film really pops and uh, his ceiling could, um, you know, very easily see a fourth star. And like you said, he's from the South. That's that's tough to pull away with a Bama offer out of Tuscaloosa. So, so yeah, I'm, like, I, I don't mean to be a negative guy here, but there's lots of things going against Michigan in all three of those recruitments. Um, so it's hard to put, like, the best uh, – you know, best chances on any one of them, it'd probably, probably be right. But, uh, you know, he's, he's a top hundred commit out of, out of the West coast. That's, uh, it's tough to do. I don't it's, know. <laughs> it, it's a tough pull. It, yeah. It's, it's not like it's impossible by any means it's been done before. And Michigan was able to do so just last cycle with a uh, kid out of the West coast at the cornerback position with Darian green Warren, getting him to commit at the all American bowl. So it's been done. It, it is tough, but it certainly can be done. And a, uh, a little fun fact about Sire, Wright Is uh, he actually is playing LeBron James's kid in space jam too. So take that for what it's worth. Um, but is yeah, that true? Uh, yes, it is. It is true. What a crazy uh, fact. He, he wants to be an actor, which is what makes USC scary to me because, you know, he's from Southern California and their acting school is pretty famous and they get all the Hollywood stars to come teach there and things like that. So that's always been the thing for me that makes me scared. I mean, USC can pull top talent from Southern California, yep. whatever they want. And if this yeah. kid wants to go to act like Michigan has a great program there too, but it's nothing like USC or right there from yeah. uh, all the studios. So we'll see with him for sure. As long as Lori Lachlan isn't representing him by any means, I, I think uh, Michigan <laughs> might have a pretty good chance to, uh, to, to get a commitment from him. But, uh, but that, that, that's a, that's a joke for another day, I suppose. But, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, at the bottom line, cornerback recruiting in this class is uh, it, it hasn't been great. 
by any means. They've been in it for a lot of kids, but uh, have just come up short in pretty much all of these. So hopefully they can either flip uh, Omari and Cooper away from Florida State or get a commitment from Sire Wright. It would be a, a really good way to cap off the class here at cornerback. Otherwise, they're going to have to do some evaluation and send out more offers. And at this point, with not a lot of high school football to be played, I I find that as a, a, a real big problem for uh, the coaches over there in Ann Arbor. But uh, we will wait and see what happens. But This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in life, whether they be big, small, or anywhere in between. And when we keep those bottled up, it can start to affect us in a negative way. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched up with a licensed therapist, and if for some reason that therapist isn't working out for you, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get life's challenges off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Block M to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Block M. Moving on to basketball now, uh, there is some good news here. Uh, <laughs> other than uh, everything that Stephen just said, there is good news uh, on the recruiting front here uh, with basketball, and that is Frankie Collins, who is a fringe top 50 player in the 2021 class, decided to commit to the maize and blue last week, last Wednesday, in fact, Wednesday night. He committed to Michigan over uh, schools like Auburn, Kansas, uh, Minnesota, Oklahoma had an offer out to him, USC. So there were a lot of schools that were trying to get his services, and Michigan was the one that ended up getting them. And uh, he, it, it, well, we've talked about this a few times here, but I found it pretty, uh, pretty damning that he released a top eight, and Michigan was included in that top eight, even though he didn't have an offer from Michigan at the time. And then not long after that, Jawan Howard came in with the offer, and then just a couple days after that, he announced that he was going to be making his commitment. And in my opinion, at least, it, it really just – with that news being so sudden, I, I would have been shocked if it were anybody else but Michigan. So uh, he's 6'1", 180 from uh, Henderson, Nevada. He is the number 57 overall player on the composite, number nine overall point guard, number four player in his state of Nevada. So a really good get here. Michigan gets their point guard. Uh, to pair up with Kobe Bufkin at shooting guard, Isaiah Barnes at the wing, and then Will Cheddar at uh, the power forward position. So now they're going to really be looking to add one or two more kids probably to this class. They definitely need a center at, at, at some point. They're going to need to get a big man, and then they could probably take another wing or shooting guard position like that. Um, but, John, I'll throw it over to you first. Uh, there's a lot to like about Frankie Collins. We talked about him briefly last week, previewing his commitment. And uh, Michigan's got a pretty good one here coming to Ann Arbor. Yeah, the kid's just a playmaker. He's super athletic. Um, he can jump out of the gym, basically. Uh, so I think he has a really high ceiling. Um, but he's still, you know, top 60 kid. He's not going to be a threat to be a one-and-done guy unless he absolutely blows up, which I think is a good sweet spot for 
uh, Michigan recruits to be in right now. So I, I really like the pickup and it's, it's just nice to, like we talked about last week, uh, to have a backup plan that's still uh, as, at point guard, that's still a top, you know, 60 player. And you can just offer him and get him to commit in a matter of a couple of weeks. Thanks to Juwan's, you know, longstanding connections and relationships that he has with the family. So yeah, it's a, it's a really good uh, pickup and keeps the momentum of the class going. Yeah, really good pickup. Yeah, you put it perfectly. Keeps the momentum going because a little bit there, they didn't really get a commitment uh, from anybody. It seemed like a lot of kids were committing elsewhere and putting out top lists that it did not include Michigan. Uh, So this is a nice uh, change of pace, uh, certainly considering that uh, Frankie is the first commitment here in uh, uh, a little over a month, um, about a month and a week here. But, Stephen, I want to get your thoughts on uh, Frankie Collins and uh, what he will mean eventually to this class. Yeah, it's nice to see uh, a guy like Frankie Collins commit after, like you mentioned, a couple couple recruiting losses. And then um, it, it kind of felt not like a consolation prize, but I was like, oh, finally Michigan wins one. But, like, he's 57th overall in the national. You know, these are guys that would be – uh, the the t- tippy top of the all-time beeline recruits. And I think it speaks to Howard's ability where like he's, he's missing on a couple guys, but the, uh, the guys you're getting are still top 60 uh, nationally guys. So um, really like the, the game he brings. He's a really, really good vision down the lane. Um, I was impressed with his film, how late he was finding people um, and how comfortably he was. So uh, mm-hmm. he's definitely going to be a, uh, a drive the lane primarily guy, um, very physical down the lane as well. So he'll, he'll be picking up uh, quite a few fouls through his time at Michigan. But um, the thing that'll cap his ceiling is, is where his shot gets um, pretty quick form, but not the purest of, of shooting motions uh, that I've seen. So, um, I mean, he's been improving pretty quickly this past year. He kind of blew up and there's reason to believe he could, you know, get a little bit better even before getting uh, to Michigan. So, um, you know, how he develops as a shooter will determine whether he's a possible second team, big 10, you know, towards the top of the big 10 and and a national stars who could really break out. So Mm -hmm. um, Anthony, I like to see too, is that he's a plus defender. So that's, you know, Michigan is, uh, has had some pretty good, point guards, especially on the defensive end of Xavier Simpson. So if we can deviate from that, uh, you know, losing that sort of production on defense from a point guard, um, you love to see that. So, so I like it, man. It's, it's hard to go wrong with a top 60 uh, national guy and Collins is no exception there. Yeah, no exception whatsoever. And yeah, I, to John's point, I don't think he's going to be a one and done either. Um, I, I think he'll be a two, three, four year guy that, uh, uh, is is a pain in the ass uh, to a, a lot of these Big Ten programs. And, and we've seen a lot of real good point guards in the Big Ten that have been thorns in the side of Michigan uh, over the last few years. So perhaps Frankie Collins can be just that uh, to other Big Ten programs. And I, I was reading this blog post that he uh, wrote up here on uh, SI, and uh, he was saying how he's already uh, recruiting for Michigan and he said that he had been talking with Chet Holmgren, who is the number two overall player in the class. He's a five-star center from Minnesota. And then he was also talking with uh, Hunter Salis or Salas. I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. Uh, but that was a, a recently offered 
a five-star combo guard uh, from Omaha. And uh, really good to see that he's already working on some of these guys to uh, get them to come over to Ann Arbor with him and, and play good basketball over here. So definitely good to see that. And um, yeah, this commitment is big in a a few ways, but uh, obviously they can now move on to some of these other targets that they have in this class. And I would imagine Chet Holmgren is one of them. And uh, they're going to need to get a center for sure, whether it's him or if it's Efton Reed, who plays for IMG, um, or perhaps they can get a, a, another power forward like Bryce Hopkins, who they offered recently. Uh, and it sounds like he's going to cut his list here pretty soon. I would expect Michigan to be on that list. So uh, lots of really good targets uh, still left on the board, and they've already got four guys committed to the class, which is uh, the number five overall class on the composite ranking. So uh, pretty good job here by Jawan Howard so far. Um, and we'll certainly see uh, where they go next in this 2021 class. So uh, before I uh, exit here, do uh, to any of my bandmates have uh, anything else they want to add about Frankie or anything? Mm, not really. I just want to say that I'm really happy Juwan Howard came uh, forward with the note about not leaving Michigan. <laughs> um, yeah. That was really good to see because uh, I'm pretty sure every Michigan fan had a little bit of PTSD of, of seeing, <laughs> seeing a, a coach with MBA professional aspirations. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen with John Howard. Um, if it's on a zero to 10 scale of 10, he's leaving zero. He's staying. I'm like a 0.5. So that's, that's where I'm at. Yeah, probably won't happen anytime soon. Uh, but when uh, when John Beeline decided to up and leave for the NBA, I was uh, just stunned. I never thought he would leave Michigan at all. I thought he'd retire a, uh, a Michigan coach. But uh, I, I was wrong there. I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. And, you know, who knows with, with Juwan. But he put out that statement earlier today. And, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously it, it sounds like he's not – uh, looking to go anywhere anytime soon. So yeah, good news for sure for uh, Michigan in a lot of ways, recruiting being one of them. And you definitely don't want to have to go through a coaching search in the midst of a pandemic or just in general. So boys, thanks for joining me as always. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Vaughn underscore Lozon. John, where are you at my friend? At Simmons underscore John. Steven, how about you, buddy? At Steven Toski. All right, and follow Maze and Brew on Twitter at Maze and Brew and give us a like on Facebook and Instagram and be sure to rate, subscribe, do all that fun stuff with all the podcasts on mazeandbrew.com. So thank you very much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. And as always, go blue. Go blue.